1: Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues, currently serving Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Tampa, and Conexion, which is our Spanish speaking congregation. Let's begin our time together with a word of prayer. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King. We thank you so much for all that you do for us. We thank you, Lord, for our families. We thank you for our work that you've given us. We thank you for our lives. We thank you, O Lord. And so we are excited, Father, about what you're going to do today and over the next weeks. Lord, just minister in a tremendous way. Lord, we pray that this radio program would be anointed and that you would receive the glory. So we bless you, we thank you, and praise you. And, Lord, we also pray for Israel, Father, the people of Israel. We pray, Father, that you would just minister to them, keep them safe. Lord, we pray, Father, that you'd bring the hostages home, and that we would see an end to this war. So, Father, we put it all in your hands, and we bless you in the name of Yeshua. Amen and amen. Okay, well, last week I just want to report on Gasparilla. Uh, we saw at least three people except Yeshua. Others rededicated their lives to the Lord, and many people got prayer. So I believe it was uh, a tremendous success and, uh, you know, God's opening people's hearts. We had a lot of great conversations and with Jewish people too. So come visit us at Sharesh David in St. Pete, Tampa, Wesley Chapel and uh, certainly Conexión, our Spanish congregation. If this program blesses you, I'd ask that you would uh, give a gift because it helps us pay our radio bills. And so listen to this. I know it's short notice, but this Thursday, February 8th, we have an amazing event for Israel. It will be at Northside Baptist Church at 7 p.m. And look, this is really going to be exciting So, there's the Tampa Bay Uniting for Israel, made up of uh, Israel American Council, which is partnering with Bless Israel USA and others, and join us for an impactful evening of solidarity with Israel as we hear from special guests, Dr. Yiftach Gepner and Colonel Alon Volozny from uh, Moshev Ein Habsor. So these are survivors of the October 7th massacre, and they're going to tell their story. So you definitely we want to be there. And besides that, we have another speaker, a guest speaker, Kasim Hadiz, He was a former Muslim, now Zionist and pro-Israel activist, working for Christians United for Israel. You want to hear his testimony. So besides coming, um, you know, I I would just say bring a Jewish friend. Bring somebody who will enjoy it as well. So it's Thursday, Thursday. February 8th at 7 at Northside Baptist Church. If you want a digital flyer or any information, call our office at 813 So let's begin today with a reading from the Parsha. Now you remember that's the portion that is read each week from the Torah and the Prophets. So today we'll read from Exodus nineteen three through 6 Moses went up to God, and Adonai called to him from the mountains, saying, Say to the house of Jacob, and tell B'nai Yisrael, You have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I carried you on eagles' wings, and brought you to Myself. Now then, if you listen closely to my voice and keep my covenant, then you will be my own treasure from among all people, for all the earth is mine. So as for you, you will be to me a kingdom of koanim, or priests, and a holy nation. These are the words which you are to speak to B'nai Yisrael. So this is a message that actually gets repeated a lot to the people of Israel. And, you know, when something's repeated, it means it's important, right? So we see here that God is saying that Israel will be a treasure, God's treasure, in fact, that they'll be uh, a kingdom of priests and that they will be a holy nation, so, let's look at some other scriptures that say the same thing, because as I said before, if if something's repeated, it means God really wants you to pay attention. Deuteronomy 7, 6, For you're a holy people to Adonai your God from all the peoples on the face of the earth. Adonai your God has chosen you to be a treasured people. So God is saying that He chose Israel from everybody on earth. He chose Israel. We don't know why, but he did. Uh, And so in Deuteronomy 28, 18 and 19, it says, Now today Adonai has affirmed you as his treasured people, as he himself, uh, he promised you that you are to keep all his mitzvot, that he will set you high above all the nations he has made for praise, fame, and honor, and that you are to be a holy people to Adonai your God, as he has promised. So are you getting the idea of this? I mean, this is a lot of repetition, but that's what God is doing. And it doesn't stop there. You know, in Isaiah 49, 7, it says, Thus says Adonai, the Redeemer of Israel, There. Holy one, the one uh, to the one despised to the one the nations abhors to the servant of rulers, kings will see your arise, princes will also bow down because of Adonai, who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel has chosen you, and again we see in isaiah fifty five behold. You will summon a nation you do not know, and the nation that you do not know will run to you because of Adonai, your God, the holy one of Israel, for he has glorified you. And it goes on and on. Deuteronomy fourteen two. We don't have to read them all, but it's again treasured people, chosen, and really set apart Deuteronomy twenty six nineteen. He will set you high above all the nations. So he's setting Israel apart. He's made um, Israel a praise, a fame, and honor, and and so on. And so we see it again in Deuteronomy twenty-eight nine. Now in Deuteronomy twenty-eight nine, it's a little different because it says, "If you keep my mitzvot, if you keep my commandments, then uh, I will." In a sense, choose you. So here, uh, because it has an if, we have to understand that God wants certain things from His people, and there's always going to be a remnant of Jewish people. There's always a remnant of Christian people, but uh, who who follow God, and there there are plenty of people who don't who call themselves Jews or Christians. But uh, so it's it's the same, you know. But Israel is not cut off because of their sins, but they are punished strongly. And so Jeremiah two three, Israel was holy to Adonai the first fruits. So in other words, this is uh, Israel is the firstborn of the nations, so to speak, right? And uh, Amos three two, uh, this this is where it gets serious here. Only you have I known from among all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. So God is treating us like a firstborn. You know, Tevya in Fiddler on the Roof. He said. Lord, I know that we're chosen, but couldn't you have chosen someone else? So, uh, but because we were chosen, uh, we are, uh, God is is stricter with us. And uh, we we do see uh, a greater scrutiny with the children of Israel. So... God punished the Jewish people by sending them into the four corners of the earth. Now, they're still chosen, but he showed the world that when his people are not obedient, he puts them in the corner, you know, with a duns cap, the whole thing, right? <laughs> so, but was all of this a surprise to God? No, no. Because in Isaiah eleven twelve, it says, He will lift up a banner for the nations and assemble the dispersed of Israel and gather the scattered of Judah from the four corners of the earth. God knew and God knows. Isaiah eleven twelve is a prophecy. And if God hadn't dispersed them into the four corners of the earth, he wouldn't have been able to bring them back, right? From the four corners of the earth. You got to admit, God is pretty amazing. There are many important um, discussion points about Israel. And unfortunately, Israel is not often a topic that is talked about in the church. There are many misunderstandings in the church. Uh, Let's try to clear up some of them as we look at Israel today. Here are five questions that I think are important to be discussed. Has the church replaced Israel as God's chosen? Secondly, has Israel joined the church, or has the church joined Israel? Third, should the church keep the law? Four, should the church observe the holy days in Leviticus 23? And five, who is the one new man? So over the next couple weeks, we're going to look at these particular uh, questions. And we'll start today with, has the church replaced Israel as God's chosen? So until the 20th century, most of the church spiritualized the prophecies about Israel, because it seemed impossible that they would once again have a land— that you know so the, the church just said okay uh, we're we're the new israel but things started to change in 1948 when israel became a nation and when they took over all of jerusalem in 1967 and then jewish people around the world started having the blinders lifted or removed from their eyes so that they would accept Yeshua as their Messiah, the church had to rethink their theology. So though replacement theology is still alive and it's doing fine in the world, unfortunately, a good portion of the church doesn't believe it, and that's good. Now, a few of the scriptures that show that God is not finished with the Jewish people is Romans 9 through11, Luke 21:24, Ephesians 2:12, and many other scriptures that we've actually read today already, from Exodus and Deuteronomy and so on. Now, let's look at uh, portions of Romans 11 together. Because it's a key chapter. So it starts out in Romans 11.1. I say then, God has not rejected his people, has he? May it never be. For I too am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, um, of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he knew beforehand. So... You see here from these scriptures that Paul is saying that God has not rejected the Jews and that he's a Jew, and uh, so God has a plan for the Jewish people. If we skip down to verse 11, it says, I say then, they did not stumble so as to fall, did they? Now, who are we talking about? I say then, they did not stumble, meaning the Jewish people didn't stumble so as to fall. May it never be. But by their false step, meaning the Jewish people's false step, salvation has come to the Gentiles or the non-Jews to provoke Israel to jealousy. Well, this is something that has pretty much not been done. I don't think the church has provoked Israel to jealousy. Now, some churches have, and uh, and that's beautiful. And Israel pretty much now knows that there are certain churches that are really supporting Israel, and that's a blessing. So let's continue. Verse 12. Now, if there, meaning the Jewish peoples, transgression leads to riches for the world and their loss riches for the Gentiles, then how much more their fullness. But I am speaking to you who are Gentiles. Insofar as I am an emissary to the Gentiles, I spotlight my ministry. If somehow I might provoke to jealousy my own flesh and blood, And save some of them. So you can tell the heart of Paul here. He wants to see Jewish people come to know Yeshua. And then, verse 15: For if Jewish people's rejection leads to the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead or revival? So what God is saying here is, when the Jewish people start accepting the Lord again, there's going to be an amazing revival. And then, God explains this in verse 16, it says, "...if the first fruit is holy, so is the whole batch of dough. And if the root is holy, so are the branches." But if some of the branches were broken off, and you, being a wild olive, meaning you did, you weren't there from the beginning, so you're the wild olive if you're a Gentile, were grafted in among them and became a partaker of the root of the olive tree with its richness, do not boast against the branches. But if you do boast, it's not you who... Support the root, but the root supports you. You will say then, Branches were broken off so that I might be grafted in. True enough, they were broken off because of unbelief, and you stand by faith. Do not be arrogant, but fear, for if God did not spare the natural branches, neither will He spare you. Notice, than the kindness and severity of God, so we see here that God is saying that the wild olive branch would be the Gentiles, and the natural branch are the Jews, and so don't be arrogant, don't think you're in you've got it, make sure you understand that Jewish people are coming back. And so here we are living now in this century where we see that. And again, another amazing thing about God, that his word is so true and his prophecies are so true and and we get to see it. It's amazing, right? Okay, and then it says in verse... Uh, 23, and they also, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in, talking about the Jewish people, for God is able to graft them in again. For if you were cut out of that which by nature is a wild olive tree and grafted contrary to nature into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these natural branches be grafted into their own olive tree? So you see here uh, exactly what God is saying, Uh, that God is not finished with the Jewish people. In fact, that the church is supposed to be helpful to the Jewish people, to to be a, a blessing to them. And then we come to the verse, and we'll close with this verse, for I do not want you, brothers and sisters, to be ignorant of this mystery. There's a mystery here, lest you be wise in your own eyes, that a partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And we know that in Luke twenty one twenty four, that's when it talks about the fullness of the Gentiles. And it says basically, well, I'll read it, they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive into all the nations, Jerusalem will be trampled by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. So when the Jewish people take over all of Jerusalem, then uh, the the blinders will start coming off and they'll accept the Lord. And that's exactly what happened in 67 when the Jewish people took over all of Jerusalem. All of a sudden, we're seeing a tremendous revival. Well, that's all the time we have today, but I just want to remind you again of this really exciting program, February 8th, Thursday evening at 7 p.m. It's going to be great, Um, very exciting, at Northside Baptist Church, Tampa Bay, United for Israel— is made up of Israel American Council and Bless Israel USA, and they're joining f- together for an amazing evening of solidarity with Israel. And as we hear from special guests like Dr. Yiftach Gepner and Colonel Alan uh, Volozny, uh, now they are survivors from the October 7th massacre, and they want to tell their story. It's going to be an exciting evening. Besides that, we also have Kazmin Hadiz, who was a former Muslim and now a Zionist and pro-Israel activist. So make sure you come. If you have any questions about it, call 813-831-5673 blessings to you. We'll see you there. Let's close in prayer. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, we thank you and praise you and worship you, Lord. Look forward to what you're going to do this week, and I pray that our listeners will grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen.
0: You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach. Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.